In this episode of Man vs. Marriage, why talking crap about your spouse can sabotage your marriage. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. Man versus Marriage. The Welcome back to another episode of Man versus Marriage. It is I, the cute dog, up in this house in the Moran Family Studio. That is with my lovely wife, Jeannie Moran. Honey, how are you? I'm good. How are you, baby? I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. I just had a bowl full of bacon in my life. Ah, uh, you were energized. Yeah, my life is great. My life is good. Really good. That's right. That's right. Okay, so let's talk today about one of my pet peeves. And that pet peeve is talking crap about your spouse. I hate it. I can't stand it. I don't think you should do it. I hate talking crap about anybody, really. I think think there are times when you need to express some frustrations about different people and maybe get some great feedback but talking crap about your spouse is putting some unnecessary strain on your relationship whether they know you're doing it or not and I want to be bold enough to say it's because you're doing it and you know Early on in mine and Jeannie's marriage, we had some challenges with this. And I'll let Jeannie talk about whatever she wants to talk about in regards to this. And we already talked about talking about this episode anyway. So it's not like I'm calling you out on the carpet. Um, I think you were doing what you saw. Yeah, it's a learned... It was a learned thing, Um you know, it's it's not just the traditional men bashing thing. It was always, um, if my mom or dad was not meeting the other one's expectation, whoever was within earshot heard about it. And it was, you know, it, it could be from just bitching and complaining that they didn't like something, or it could be hard-hitting, name-calling, you know, pretty dirty stuff. It just depended on the situation. And then when my sister first got married, um, it was similar. Like, listening to her and my mom talking, it wasn't that she had major issues with her husband. It was just anything they weren't happy about. Anything. It could be the job. It could have been, you know, not being home enough. It could have been not helping with the baby. Whatever. Whatever the argument or the the thorn in their side was at the time, it was open for conversation because this was family. This is what you do. So when we first got married, Quincy had an, an ability to take on multiple things at all times. I just took on too much, period. Yeah. That's all there is to I mean, it. you were DJing, you were acting, you were trying to help somebody get their plays up and running, you were working a job, we were, you know, trying to get pregnant. 
we just, we had a lot going on and we were still helping another family that was going through a crisis at the time. There so was church, church and, and obligations. There was always shirts. stuff. I mean, that was, on. that wasn't early on. The fact is there is that I was doing too much. I was still in the mindset of, you know, doing what I saw, which my dad and my papa were always on the move. And it's because they had to be about business. They were out doing things. So I kind of fashioned my life the same way without knowing it. I was always trying to help other people. I had a hard time saying no. Oh, yeah. So I would plan myself to the minute. Well, I'll be here to help you move, and I'll be there from time A to time B, and that'll give me exactly 10 minutes to drive across town to help the next person that needs to move some things at their house, and then I'll be here, and then I'll be there, and that way I'm able to help everyone. And it was just, it was young, it was naive, and it was bad habits. And you had every right to be frustrated about that. And I'm not making the case here that there are not areas in your life for which you are you can be frustrated or things that are frustrating because I understand that there are. What I'm simply saying is you cannot continue to talk no. crap about your spouse and think it's going to help you or your spouse move forward. Now, we, we have some things to get into on this. But if you talk crap about your wife, you need to freaking quit it. Because I know there's a thing, oh, you're talking about my old lady. You know, people just get out and talk about it. Now, here is one of the difficulties. And look, your sister uh, was talking to your mom about her relationship. It's not uncommon for that to happen. We got to a point where we said this is a very bad idea. Well, here's the problem. When you start talking crap, if I was pissed off and I started talking crap and I, I honed in on a certain behavior or a certain thing that you did that was just irritating me, now the person you're telling that to is looking for that. Yeah. You've just given them ammunition, whether you meant to or not. And what would suck is you and I would finally come to terms and we would figure out what the issue was and we would fix it. But that person that I'm venting to doesn't see this because they only see you through the lens that I gave them. Mm -hmm. And so now, even though you've changed those habits, 20 years later in a conversation, it's like, well, but he used to do this. Just give it time. He'll go back to that. And it's like, actually, he hasn't done that in like 10 years. So for him to revert back to that behavior would be unheard of. Yeah, it's almost like like uh, being a parent, and we can say this now because we're parents, but you have a hard time seeing your child as an adult or a young adult because to you, they'll always be that little kid. You don't give them the credit for growing up and maturing. And whatever's going on in the moment in your marriage generally is in the moment. And like Jeannie said, y'all get past it. So if you go and you talk mess to your family or your close friends, then they will start seeing your spouse through that particular lens. And the funny part is eventually you're going to get pissed at that person because they're going to start picking things apart or they're going to, my favorite is when there's alcohol involved because that's when the true personality comes out. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, yeah, but you know, when he used to do this and then I get angry because 
you don't know who he is now. You don't have any idea. When, when Quincy and I came to terms <coughs> with, we don't talk crap about each other to anybody. We don't even vent to anybody really anymore except each other. If something comes up, if I have to vent, I have two people that I trust wholeheartedly that know you well enough to know and know me well enough to know and have the permission to tell me, okay, so you're frustrated. Now, can I tell you what's really going on? Or can I tell you where your part is in this? And I'll accept it. Whereas the people previously was like, well, let me just help you add on to the pile. Because if, if the people that you're around are miserable in their marriage, you're going to take that on. You are what you hang around with. I, I used to struggle with that saying because I always thought it was just my friends. But it's not. It's your family. It's your friends. It's your work relationships. You are what you hang around with and you adapt to. So if you're putting on, you know, I used to hang out with my dad and some of his friends. And, um, you know, some of the guy conversations that I used to hear as a kid, I'm certain I was not supposed to hear. But um, once in a while, you know, you would hear guys complaining because their wife's not putting out or the sex is shit or whatever. As a young girl, hearing that. It makes me worried growing up as to what are you going to say about me to your friends? I don't know if you're any different than they are. I don't know what you're going to tell these people. We get around groups now. My parents are in their 70s, for God's sake. And people still make these comments. And you're going, really? Like, this is not a topic of conversation for the public. We've, we've had some of the things that come up. I think the one that I remember the most, we had started making adjustments and we had someone living with us and a comment was made about our sex life and it was a nonchalant just somebody being stupid i've never seen you that pissed off i've never seen you grab anybody by their shirt i've never seen you get that angry but that particular comment about my body and me and what our sex life was like sent you through the freaking roof and it took me a minute to realize, okay, that is a non-touchable subject for you. You know, I mean, family is family. And I, I understand when, when you have to help people out, but there are boundaries in your marriage. And that was one. Yeah. You know, and it, it was never something that we really talked about with other people. Like our sex life has always been between us. There, there may have been conversations. Now it's between us and thousands of people. <laughs> it is, but... It was never something that, like, it was never something that I went and said, it's just crap. It's so bad. It's, I never did any of that. That was always, whatever struggles we had there, that was between us. And it always stayed that way. Um, there's a difference between asking questions because you're curious about where to find something versus telling somebody, you know, I wish you would stop doing this or I wish you would stop doing that. Yeah, just running your spouse down behind their back. Exactly. And there were times where, you know, I was frustrated. I was lonely. I was frustrated. I was angry. We had a lot of small people and no adults. So when I had nowhere else to go and an adult came in and I could blow my top and let it all out, I did. But I didn't realize what kind of damage I was doing in the process. And then you get around these people again and you get a little alcohol in them and they'll make a pot shot and you're thinking, oh shit, I said that. 
<laughs> and he's going to know that I said that because I said it in an argument with him. So the only way you would know that is if it came out of my mouth. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, it's going to be cold sleeping in the bed tonight. But it, it just, it's not worth it. I mean, being around and learning from Rita, we were around other couples that this was the norm. Yeah. And we took that on as being the norm. Well, I never, I've never, I've never really just, I don't talk crap about people in general. But my wife, I was never the kind of guy that would like join in on that side, you know, because guys will get together and they'll just, just to be funny, they'll talk, you know, just talk about, you know, whatever, whether it's sex or, you know, whatever the case is. And now when guys get together and talk about their marriage or sex, I just offer up some podcast listening options, <laughs> and they'll come to me. You on the, do, you <laughs> plug big time. And they'll come to me on the side and say, "Hey, you know, I was, I just, I was just saying this or that. You know, my things are really but good." But for what purpose? What does it do for you? Yeah, I mean, really, you're not gaining points with anybody by talking shit about your wife. You're not gaining points. You're certainly not going to gain points with her if she finds out you're talking trash about your sex life. Yeah. You're going to end up with less sex when that happens. Like, it, I mean, what point is it? I, I understand if you have someone that you are confident in that you can talk to, and if you have a major issue and you need to talk it out, I understand that. That's acceptable. Those are boundaries that are acceptable. But to bash your spouse... I didn't know. I grew up where that was normal. They bashed each other and they put on this, we're okay, when everyone was around. Well, there's, and there's two clubs that some people hang around and it's because it's what they know. There's like the man haters club and then there's the women haters club. And so we're all little rascals, just adults. Great. Yeah, exactly. Well, we know that, you know, adults are just still little kids and bigger bodies. But my here's my thing. If you have issues with your relationship, talk to your spouse. Not what a freaking concept. <laughs> talk to your spouse. And that's what we have done with 150 plus episodes is show you how we've struggled through some of these situations and then given you all kinds of playbook type episodes where you can better your communication. Now look, there are some things. And one of the, you know, for Jeannie and I, I'm pretty sure that we're going to have to get some third-party counseling when it comes to money because that's the area mm. we struggle the biggest. And you know, we've had coaching. That's what brought us here. That's why this is man versus marriage because we had areas in our life where we truly needed to talk to a third party, a neutral third party that doesn't have a dog in the fight, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, things don't get better by you pissing and moaning about your spouse behind their back. They get better when you start to talk to your spouse and you all develop your relationship together. And I, I don't know if it's a loyalty thing to me or what, but I do know that if, I, if people are talking behind my back, A, if it's just people in general, I'm not sure why I care so much. But B... If it's my spouse, it feels like betrayal to me. And I don't know why that is. Um, I'm the kind of guy, if you got a problem, I'd prefer to you just come and talk to me about it. Mm -hmm. So that we could iron it out and we can move forward. And that's the way I live my life 
in my relationship. I was just never, just to finish the point, I was just not one of those guys who would go and talk mess about their wife. I, I think it's kind of crappy. If you do that, I think it's crappy, bro. And I don't want to lose you as a listener. I want to, uh, I want to inspire you to be better. And, you know, there, obviously there are sometimes jokes that guys and girls make about guys and girls, and those can be funny tongue-in-cheek, but if you're honestly out there talking mess about your spouse behind their back, stop doing it. Stop doing it. Don't, don't take part in it. It's kind of crappy to do. And create a new habit. Create a new non-negotiable for you in your life, and that is that you're going to talk you're going to learn how to communicate your needs with your spouse. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to that is what's going to help you. Who to talk to? Who do you talk to? Well, you don't know Jeannie and I super well, but we can be a neutral third party without a dog in the fight. So you can send us a topic-based discussion. We can talk about it on the podcast and it can help more than just you, it can help other people. We got lots of Jack and Jills. We do, and that's and that's uh, what we do is we'll refer to the guy and the gal as Jack and Jill so that we can help you talk through what these issues are. And then you can have your spouse listen to this with you or separately, and then you can come together and talk about it. Who else to talk to? Maybe you need a marriage coach. Maybe you need to get a third-party professional involved. That's fine. Do it. Who not to talk to? I'm just going to suggest you don't talk to your parents. Family and, in general. Yeah. Because in, in all honesty, there's, there's been times where you might have somebody who just likes to talk. Like some families are really close and everybody knows everything about everybody. And if you tell one person, it just goes down the pipeline. And how uncomfortable is that for the person who's being talked about when we all come together and somebody jokingly says something, and then everybody knows about it. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's not, your marriage is your marriage. It's between you and your spouse. If you need a third party, then you seek out a third party you can trust. But it, family is not generally the best option, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, and that is because they will hold on to who you were who your spouse was in that moment. Well, I mean, think about it. Your family is loyal to you. I was the, the foreigner who came in and crashed the party. Same with you. My family's loyal to me. You're the outsider coming in, you know? So depending on your relationships with your family, they're going to side with you. Mm-hmm. So when you're pissed off and you're frustrated, your spouse has got all these other people that are going to be pissed off and frustrated for you. That's just, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, and you don't want to paint that picture because we all have areas in our life where we need to grow. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that, you know, you whether if you have some authentic frustrations, the first person you should go to is your spouse. And if you need advice from someone on how to approach something, in my opinion... The best idea is for a neutral third party. Yeah. You know, that way they they don't have anything invested and they won't be as apt to protect your feelings or just side with you because it's you. And my encouragement is, yeah, you can send Jeannie and I an email. You can get a third party 
um, neutral third party involved. But my always my go-to is to just bring those frustrations to your spouse. And I'm not I'm not talking about some gingerly joking around. I'm talking about people running their spouse down behind their back. Um, that's just and when you get married, I mean, you're just learning how to live together. You're just learning how to be. That in itself was scary. Yeah, that I mean, you're just learning how to become a couple and what the give and take is about and how being in another space with another adult, how that's supposed to work. So there's all kinds of there's all kinds of things you've got to maneuver. And maybe we're the only two people in the world that have ever dealt with this. I don't think so. No. But I feel like it's very important. I don't feel like it. It is very important that we start to hold our marriage and our relationship as sacred. And by doing that, we speak highly of our spouse. If there are issues, address them accordingly. But no more talking crap about your spouse. It's low class. And you're listening to this podcast because you want to be a better dude. And this is a surefire way to protect your wife's honor or to protect your husband's honor. And don't talk smack about them behind their back. Now, that's not to say... Talk all the smack you want in front of other people because who wants to degrade their spouse? We've been around We've a couple. We've been around it and it is, it is uncomfortable. It is. Especially for me because I'm not real good at holding my tongue. And there have been times where I have had to fight to hold my tongue. Because let me tell you, if you're in front of me and you're bashing your wife, I've got something to tell you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and if you're in front of us and you're bashing your husband... It just looks, it's a bad play all the way together. And you know, if you listen to this show, you already know that I usually refrain from saying you have to do this. But this is a game changer for your relationship. And you, I don't really, articulating is difficult, but when you have nothing to hide, your relationship has more freedom and connection in it and I've been wanting to do this show for probably two years and finally it was like I mean I don't I'm not doing this show because Jeannie's out talking crap about me I just think it's time we had the discussion I haven't done that in a really long time yeah and you better not okay <laughs> um but I haven't I haven't had this show I haven't put it out there yet but we're talking about doing a show that is called Anchors of the Past and as we were working through that, you know, I thought it was very important. I see it as very important to, like, lay the groundwork for that show. And this is, like, step one. Because you do what you see in your relationship. You do what you see in your life. And only if you decide to endeavor to change it on purpose does it change something in how you go about doing something different. So keep that in mind. For whatever it's worth, it's worth a lot to me not to talk crap about my spouse. Well, just for a different perspective, think about it this way. If you're talking smack about your spouse and you have children, I grew up in a house where I watched it and I listened to it and I learned it. And my opinion of those people as I grew was based on what I saw what I heard. 
So if you don't want your kid, Quincy and I are real big on this because our daughters need to see what a real man is like, what a good man is like, what a good husband and father is like, because I don't want them chasing after the first bum that tells them they're pretty. Mm -hmm. I don't want them chasing after somebody who's going to say all the right things and then treat them like shit. My kids joke because bringing someone home, they don't worry about bringing someone home to meet their dad. They worry about bringing them home to meet me. I'm the BS meter in the house. If you walk in my house and I can see, and we've we've had it happen a few times, with the way that young men treat our girls. We had one young man here and he came in and we're sitting out by the fire and he's just openly cursing like it's no big deal. Okay, I'm 43 years old. I can say what I choose to say. You're a 16-year-old boy in my house. I don't think so. And it was like no big deal. And then he sat down and proceeded to tell us how our rules for Wi-Fi was stupid and how he didn't agree with our household decisions and beliefs for our kids. Not the smartest move you could make. And I had no problem telling my kids after he left. If they're going to disrespect your parents, he's going to disrespect you. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you're being brought up to believe a certain way. You're being brought up with a certain standard for yourself and what's appropriate for you. What's acceptable. What boundaries are okay. He just walked right over those boundaries. And he had no care in the world. You know, when the girls tell us that they have guys who approach them and say, well, why can't you date without your parents knowing? Why couldn't you be my girlfriend and your parents don't have to know about it? If he's going to teach you to be disloyal and dishonest to us, What do you think he's going to do to you? Mm -hmm. If he's willing to lie to me, he's willing to lie to you. Mm -hmm. And those are the things that, that you look at. It's something that our girls will meet boys and say, Nisa's biggest one right now is his work ethic is just disgusting. If you don't do your homework and you don't actually put effort into your sport or whatever it is that you're going after, Anissa is just instantly, well, you were cute for a minute. And then I recognized your work ethic and no, because she's learned to appreciate your work ethic as her dad. And then she's doing it herself. She doesn't want somebody who can't keep up with her. But if we were dogging each other, she wouldn't have that opinion. Yeah. She's going to take whatever bad things we say. And she's going to start looking at those things and accept it as being okay because it's what she's around. Yeah. And I don't want that. I I don't, I had a hard time. I love my parents and I understand everybody does the best they can with what they have and what they've gone through. But it was really hard to listen to not good enough, doesn't work enough, doesn't do enough doesn't feel enough, crappy sex life, all these different things, and not feel like that's what I had to look forward to. Yeah. That's that's what it's going to be like because that was the norm. That was who they hung out with. That was who used to be around us. I don't want the kids learning that. I don't want them being okay and accepting that as being a good marriage for them or a potential marriage for them. I want them to have someone that generally, genuinely respects them and values them and 
not worships them, but just puts them in a place that is just theirs, and no one else gets to be in that place. Yeah, and I think we show them that by our actions. Now, I know that there are times where guys or gals can get together and people are just talking about marriage and life in general and sharing experiences and things of that nature. And that's I'm not talking about those situations. That's not what I'm saying you shouldn't do. No. You There's should a difference be, between joking and being a punk about it. Yeah, you should be selective on who you share the intimate details of your marriage about anyway. Yeah. You know, I mean, we say that, but we do a podcast, but... You know, we don't share it all, but we do share an abundance. But we have, we both have an agreement with that. Um, but it's, I, it's extremely important that there be some sort of sacred point of view or sacred holding when it comes to your spouse. And I mean, Jeannie and I will have to work through things, and we'll work through some things in front of our kids, so that they do have an understanding that you love somebody just because you don't agree on something doesn't mean you can't get along. And some of those times have gotten pretty spicy. But I'm talking about, and I think we have a very sharp audience, so I know, I'm confident that they know what I mean when I'm talking about this. Um, because there are guys that uh, I don't really talk a lot to women about marriage you know unless we're talking about date night or i've had all kinds of women that talk about stuff and the stuff that they talk about floors me half the time but they have nowhere else to go so they talk to other women because they figure other women understand and it's not a it's not bashing the the people that i'm talking to mostly it's questions is this normal do you guys deal with this how do i how do I process this? Or, you know, how do you ask your spouse when you want to discuss certain things? Those type of things. But I haven't really ran across the bashing thing in a really long time. Good. But you and I have narrowed down our circle quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, absolutely. And that makes a big difference. It does. So, husbands, honor your wives. No more talking crap if you're doing it. If you have been doing it, stop it. Don't engage in it. No matter how tempted you are when the verbal bashing begins, be a man. Stand up and honor your wife. Wives, don't be talking crap about your man. Yeah, I mean, that's just straightforward advice from the Q-Dog. Um, and I think together we can, you know, up the honor when it comes to marriage and relationships and it will be noticeable when you're not the one, when you're not participating and engaging in that kind of banter or crap talking. And there's you a reason. You called for that. out all the time. What? When guys are talking or they're into the different things, and you're like, "Yeah, that's not my thing," or they want to show you something on your phone, and you're like, "No, I'm, I'm good. I'm good." You get called out on that stuff all the time because it's like, well. You're not better than anybody, but a lot of the people that have tried that with you eventually have come to the conclusion it's just not worth trying to engage you in it because it's yeah. not your thing. It's it's a standard that you have set for yourself. And as hard as people have tried to break it, you've stuck to it. Yeah, it's weird how people will take that on as a challenge. But, you know, just let me encourage you to say this. Say more great things, more loving things 
more positive things about your wife. Put that out into the atmosphere and build your wife up. That is what we should do as men. And if there are things to talk about, I've given you some options there that are more healthy than just talking crap about your wife to the boys. Okay? I hope you can see my heart in this. If not, you got the email address. Send it over. Let me know what you think. Quincy at MVSMPodcast.com. And for more frustrating topics, visit ManVersusMarriagePodcast.com. Become a subscriber. I've never really taken a bold stance like this, but there is more to come of these types of bold stances when it comes to men in marriage, because I'm calling us to a higher level of honor and respect within our relationships, and I will continue to do so. If you want, you can email Jeannie as well. It's Jeannie, which I haven't spelled it in a minute, J-E-A-N-N-E at mvsmpodcast.com. We are both open for your questions, ladies and gentlemen. It is an honor to serve you from this microphone. For Jeannie Moran and for Quincy, the Q Diggity Dog, this is Man vs. Marriage. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? You gotta live on purpose for a purpose. It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Mary, the podcast.